Take a moment and join us as we journey into the life-changing Word of God, coming from the Bridge Network. This message will equip you with practical solutions for everyday living, resulting in an excellent and outstanding life. You're welcome to the Bridge Network. The Bridge Network. Experience the Kingdom. Father, do come and have your way here this morning. This is one of my, this is one of the, anybody who's been with me in Jesus Embassy, this is the very first real success seminar I ever took in Jesus Embassy. It's almost like 14 years old. So I decided to keep the slide. Amen? I could have brought it into the 20th century. So forgive me for some of my, it's one of those slides that you have to wait for the thing to come in. Amen? One of my earliest PowerPoints when Bjorn wasn't in my life to teach me how to do better. Amen? Praise the Lord or challenge me to do better. Uh, will just intimidate you with his work, you know. He won't say anything; he just intimidate you with his work, you know. But the pictures, I didn't know how to do all that then. Amen. So forgive me, but I think it's still a very useful thing. Very interesting topic. There is only one shortcut to success. Huh? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Somebody said many years ago that there are two. There is only one place in the dictionary where I can't remember what they say where. Um, where works, I can't remember how it goes, but it says the, 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 only, the only two careers you start at the top, grave digging and well digging. <laughs> the only two careers that you always start at the top, grave digging and well digging. Every other one, you have to start from the bottom and build your way up. Amen? Points. There's only one shot to whatever, to, to, uh, to, to success. Get educated. This, I think the many, it was a man called Brancher that wrote this. I think I, I learned this many, many. It's about 15 years ago. You will see that nothing has changed because you can't kill the word of God. Amen. What was true in the time of, um, um, uh, um, you know, th- th- there's something. Uh, one of the old presidents in America in 18 something. He said, "If you have a thief who is not educated, he might go to the rail tracks." and steal items off the train. He says, but if you have an educated thief, he will steal the whole train. Alright? Now, the point is, truth doesn't have any time. You know, it's always relevant. Amen? Amen? So what is education, first and foremost? You see, for, when you say educate in Nigeria, people think of certificates. I don't know why. It's a common thing with us. Every time you say education, you educated, they're asking you. There are people who speak Yoruba and are educated. Amen? I remember one time I had to fly to England with a woman, an older woman. And the woman, um, she had to help her carry her bags, help her walk through immigration and customs. You know, it was her first time abroad. And she began to notice that everybody from the cleaners to the counter people to the person who's helping her were speaking in English to her. So she turned to me somewhere in the middle of the immigration process and said, I want people you mom more will. So, uh, because she said, ah, everybody here speaks English, so they must be educated. No, that was their language. Amen? The, the problem with us in Africa is that we think anybody who doesn't speak English is, educate, is not educated. But this is what even the dictionary calls education. To develop mentally, morally, or aesthetically, especially by instruction. 
And when you are educated, you're supposed to provide evidence of training and practice and skill. Are you here? Education is not getting a certificate. And the problem with most Nigerians is that we are always looking for certificates. And I shared with you last week, in percentages, statistics taken from America, about 42 or 50, was it 42 or 40, 54 percent of people do not read after they graduate. Don't read any book. So let's play around with this a little bit. All right, I'm sorry, it's one of those old-fashioned. This is what he says. He says, if you study successful people, you will discover they have one secret, learning. Learning. A commitment to learning has given them the knowledge and tools to succeed. I, I can't emphasize this more than I'm doing right now. I can't. You, you have to make a commitment to learning. We shared this last week. My people are destroyed, not for lack of prayer. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Not because of lack of prayer. Because you have rejected knowledge. I have rejected. Now, I know in a sense, this is spiritual. He's talking about knowledge of God, knowledge of him. But at the same time, you can apply it. You can interpose it. Let's take the children of Dan, let's take Daniel, Meshach, and Abednego. The Bible says they were selected by a king to come into his place. They were chosen by their brilliance. But guess what? They had to learn the language of the Chaldeans. They had to learn the culture of the Chaldeans. Am I making sense? You cannot say you want to go into government and you don't know how government works. Now, this is the trusting principle I want to leave with you. If you know God and you know him, it will be easier to know man. Because God is the one who made man. Look at, look at Joshua. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. The book of the law. Even God said it. The book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. I, I keep trying to say this and I'm going to emphasize it in the second service. We are the only ones who read in, in words. It's the Arabs, the Jews, don't, don't read inside. They read out because they know faith comes by we are the ones who read inwards, and that reading inwards has disadvantages. I, I'm a member of this um, um, company called Audible. Uh, Kunle is, and a few other people, I think Biodun is as well. Now, Audible, Audible has the same books you buy physically, and the audio version. The author will read it, or somebody who's experienced reading will read it. You can get through four or five books in a week that you can't read through. They've come up with the knowledge that, listen, people are better when they hear than when they read in word. And then Audible and, and Amazon have a particular interesting thing that they do. There's a Kindle book, an Audible app, and then there is um, a call, they call it digital narration. When you open the book, the digital part will move forward. When you listen to it on the audio, the book will move to where you listen to it. So if you read the book, the audio will move forward. If you, move, if you go backwards, it will tell you you've moved backwards. Do you want to go back? The world is moving on, but Christianity stands still. The book of the law shall not depart from where? Your mouth. But you shall do what? Think about it. What? Day and night. That you may observe to do according to all that is written. For then you will make your way prosperous and you will have... The Bible doesn't say you will have success. It says you will have good success. What are we going to do about that? 
want to. It's, it's, listen to me. We're, we're getting to a place. I shared it to you last week that a guy said, I don't regard the world anymore. As, he says, I regard the world in two groups. The unlearned and the learned. There's no other group. To, to, you're either in one or you're the other. He says, become rich in learning and in experiences. Then all other riches will do what? Follow. Now, how to stay poor guaranteed. It's a scripture. How to stay poor guaranteed. Go to the ant, you sluggard. Listen to what it says about the ant. He has, and consider her ways and be wise. This is the good part. This is our problem. We like somebody to tell us what to do. This one says he has no captain. I always like to change the next one to general overseer. I just like to make fun. He has no geo. Come on. Are you here? He has no geo or ruler. But he is small enough to learn to provide his supply, her supplies in the summer and gathers her food in the harvest. Now, that's the good part. Look at the negative part. How long would you slumber, oh sluggard? When will you arise from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of your hands to sleep. So your poverty shall come on you like a prowler and your need like an armed robber, armed man. There are two basic things that make us fail. Learning, the greatest barrier to learning is comfort and arrogance. This concept that I'm okay. Read a book. No. I'm okay. Do your homework. No, it's all right. Atisheri, we've done it before. We've been doing it for 20 years. What you have is 20 years of experience of how it's done. Not the way it can be done. And when you don't learn and grow, success will not only be hard to come by, he says it will positively avoid you. Have you ever seen that kind of concept where success is avoiding you? You are one knowledge and skill away from success. Robert Kiyosaki tells the story. He's been interviewed by a PhD holder who works for a very high uppity magazine in Singapore. And so she, she comes to meet him in his hotel room and they begin to do an interview. And she interviews him and she, she does pretty well. At the end of the thing, she says, by the way, Mr. Mr. Kiyosaki, I have published myself two books or three books. Can you please advise me? I see that you are a best-selling author on what I can do to better sell my books. So, uh, Kiyosaki says, well, before you came, I had researched you and I found out that you're pretty good at what you do and so on and so forth. I only have two, uh, two ideas for you. Number one, I think you need to go to the school of marketing and I have a friend in Singapore who runs a fantastic program on marketing. So you need to go to a school of marketing and then go to a school on sales in Singapore. And I would happily recommend you to my friend. And this lady angrily picks up her folder and everything and gets up and says, I have a PhD. How can you be asking me to go to a sales and marketing school? And he turns to her and says, Madam, give me my book back. He picks up his book and turns it around and says, Madam, 
I am best-selling author, not best-writing author. What do you want to be? If you forget why you are doing something, you are in trouble. Are we here? Comfort is the natural enemy of the rich person. Listen, you know, the funny thing about life is that most of us don't know that the richer we become, the less comfort we can enjoy. When you see a rich man traveling first class, let me tell you something. He is not traveling first class because he wants to waste his money. He wants to sleep. He wants to rest. He wants to read. He wants to get some things. Because that's the only eight hours he has. You know what I mean? That he will not be walking. You travel first class so that you can tell your friends that he may not travel first class. Comfort. They don't really, it's not because of the comfort. I told you about how the Geo, we bought a Winnebago for him here. Brought him to a bottom. Very nice. Air-conditioned kitchen and everything. The man sat on one chair for two hours. When you, the older, the more successful you become, you find out that all these luxuries are, if you had money, I mean, I have a, I, I bought myself a 3D, somebody gave me a 3D, my family gave me a 3D television for my birthday, 60 inches, it's in the sitting room downstairs, I don't have time to watch it. So one day I got very angry and I said, it's my turn to enjoy myself, I bought myself a 3D television for my bedroom. I've watched it twice in six months. Somebody will be thinking, I'll just be watching it every day. You can't. You don't have time. Through wisdom, listen how, this is how, this is scripture. Proverbs 24, 23 to 4. Proverbs 24, 3 to 4. Through wisdom, a house, look at what it says. A house is built by understanding it's established. It is by knowledge the rooms are filled with precious and pleasant riches. Everything there is related to learning. Because Knowledge, the correct application of knowledge is wisdom. Through wisdom, a house is built. By understanding, it's established. Read business books, read summaries, read business magazines, listen to tapes of successful people, watch business videos, attend seminars, go out and see what your competitors are doing. Get involved, get educated. When? Every single day. Pursue growth and learning. Pursue. That word, pursue, has something to put inside. There's an effort on your part. The end of a thing is better than the beginning. Ecclesiastes chapter 7, 8 to 8. This patient in spirit is better than the proud. Personal development is your only guaranteed path to success. And each step you take along this path is something that can never be taken away from you. Personal development. I read, I read something yesterday. It says, I am scared of a man who is not better today than he was doing yesterday. It's a bane of our country. It's a big problem in our country. People don't get better at what they do. Which means, if I get better at what I do, my opportunity grows. My ability to succeed flings itself to another level. You are in a country, and this is a country where the one-eyed man is king. And you would rather be blind. Are you here? You work for a bank. You work for an organization. Read up about them. Know what is happening. Know the technology that is coming next. Know how there's the trend in your industry is. Know what is happening. How many of you know that right now you can port your telephone from any particular person to another person without changing your number? Abby? now are you here 
Do you know you can port your telephone? Quiet. Do you know you can change your telephone? Okay, they don't understand what I'm saying. They don't understand port your telephone. They don't understand. You can move from one. So, for instance, my number used to be on MTN Nights on Etisala, but I have the same number. Am I right? Good. Now, when they started five, ten years ago, how many of you remember what they told us? Impossible. You think they didn't know it was possible? There was a time SMS did not exist. SMS was discovered by people who were playing with the phone. Do you know that SMS to, from Etisalat to Etisalat is technically free? It's on their backbone. So SMS is extra money for a any phone company. Now, we are excited about that. Now, guess what? Sooner or later, with this new 10-digit number we're getting from banks, you will be able to move from one bank to another using exactly the same number. Now, if you know that as a banker, it's telling you that in the next five to ten years, banking is going to change. So if you read up about it, you will discover your opportunity in that change that is coming. And prepare yourself that when they are looking for somebody, you are ready. Learning. Are we okay? This hard. This is what I was teaching Jesus Embassy how many years ago. This is something I want to encourage people to do. Take time to teach other people. I know I keep begging my ministers and my leaders, let's get involved in something we're doing on a regular basis. The more you teach, the more you learn. How many of you have ever sat with a child? Uh, is there God? Is there a God? What, what do you say? Well, how do you know? Have you seen him before? What, what will you say next? Okay, what color is he? Huh? Is God white or black? Is Jesus black? Is he white? What's happening? The more the child asks you questions, the more you want to teach the child, the more you learn. I'm not a fool to do all this research and come and teach you. And then you don't think I'm the one growing. Oh my goodness. I benefit the greatest from teaching other people. If you're not involved in helping somebody else to grow, if you're not involved in sharing what you've learned with other people, if you're not involved in developing other people, now, pulpit on Sunday, we will give it to you but once in a while, but you need something regularly. But we won't give you the pulpit until you've developed your skills in communicating with people. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaking together and running over. You think that is limited to money? As a matter of fact, this particular verse doesn't say anything about money. We've restricted it to money. Give love, it will be given back to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaking together and running over. Teach, it will be given back to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaking together and running over. This is not restricted to money. We are the ones who restricted it to money. It says, why most people end up with no money? That's found in the better part, in the first part of this verse. It says, go to the ant, you sluggard. Consider her ways. Who having, look at what it says. Having no captain, overseer, provides her supplies in summer and gathers food in harvest. Now, watch what it's saying. It's trying to teach us this principle here. The simple answer is that 
all your life, nobody has taught you how to generate enough money, how to keep it, and how to use it effectively for your life. We go to school to be trained to be workers, not wealth builders. Listen to me. In England, you have two lines. Go and check if I'm lying. You have two lineage in England. You have the royal family and the ordinary, they call him the common man. Am I right? Come on now. You are either a common man or you are royalty. Now, if you are a successful common man, they may knight you. They may allow you to enter into their circles, but you are never royalty. Come on, listen to me. Am I right? Are you here? Now, what is the difference between royalty and the common man? When this Prince Edward or whatever, one of them, I don't know their names, I don't really care. You know why I don't know their name? They don't know my own. Am I making sense? So you don't mind. I really don't care. Now, when he was giving birth, photographs were taken. They took him, they, they took them to one particular hospital. Do you think his, the word he was given was the same word as the common man? Okay. That child was born. Abi, am I right? Am I right? That royal child was born. Abi, then he's taken to home. Now, watch what is going to happen. From the day he's born, they will teach him geography, physics, biology, like everybody else. But what will they teach him again? They will teach him leadership. Are you here? They will teach him government. They will teach him wealth creation. They will teach him, am I making sense? They will teach him what? Uh, Leadership, ability to fight wars and win wars. Am I right? Why? They are training him for royalty. You, they will train you to be a plumber to go and fix his toilet. You, they will train you to be a bricklayer to go and fix, to go and build the wall. You, they will teach you to be a soldier that he will send to war. But him, he goes to Sandhurst. We are a royal priesthood. A holy nation. We are meant to be trained for leadership and wealth creation. Not to walk. Next week. Next year. Is it too deep, Pastor? Listen to me. You can listen to me. People are be, listen. There's an article by there's a new book by Robert Kiyosaki. He says, he says, why do A students work for C graduates? <laughs> All those people scoring A in your class. Uh, you you were in school, sir. All your classmates that have well, who are scoring A and scoring uh, Kunle, all your classmates who are getting first class, are, are they better than you? That you didn't score? Some of them are working for you that's been scored. Because the person who had a C, who was broad-minded in wealth creation, will employ the person who has an A in economics. Okay, it's too deep. Emma Binu. You have to learn how to earn money. You have to learn how to keep it. You have to use it. But nobody teaches this in school. Nobody teaches this. Nobody's going to teach you this in school. Nobody's going to teach you this in university. Am I ne- Nobody's going to do that. Nobody's going to help you to do that. Nobody's going to teach you that. They're going to give you a certificate. It's like marriage. How many of you, been, how many of you are married here? Marriage is the only institution they give you your certificate before you start. Ah, you come, you sign, Abby. 
Then Pastor Ladra will bring you out. They are the latest couple in town. Give them the certificate. Now, that means the exam is where? Ahead of you, not behind you. When you graduate from school, your exam has been done. Am I right? But the exam wasn't an examination of life. It was an examination of what they taught you in school. Now, life starts. And life needs wealth. Life needs money. You are not taught. You are taught how to get a job, how to earn, how to keep money, and not taught how to use money correctly. Nobody teaches you that in university. Now, look at what Matthew chapter 13 verse 8 says. It talks about some others fell on good ground, yielded the crops 160 and 34. Let him who has ears hear. Now, look at what I want to show out here. The emphasis is never on the seed. It's always on the soil. You are the soil. Remember Deuteronomy chapter 818. Remember the Lord your God. He is the one who gives you, I like the word power there, but it's actually rephrased, ability to create wealth. He never gives you wealth. He gives you ability to create wealth. It's your responsibility to create wealth. It is his responsibility to give you ability. Christians pray for money. What is wealth? Wealth is the number of days you will survive if you stop working right now. So if you're earning, if right now the cost of living in your house is 50,000 naira a month and you have 500,000 naira in your bank account, it means you are only wealthy for 10 months. But if you have a building or a business that is generating 50,000 naira for you every month, it means you are wealthy for as long as that business continues. If you take a, look, a closer look, there's a strong correlation between the one type of education and wealth. Those who have acquired wealth are well educated in the art of money making, but it was not acquired in school. These people gained it in the school of wealth. There's something we grew up with. How many of you remember? How many of you remember an Igbo man gaining freedom? How many of you remember that? One, they take a young boy. 10 years old, 12 years old, 15 years old. They carry him to an Igbo master. How many of you know the story? Who are, who are Igbos here? Who can help me confirm what I'm saying? They carry an, a 15-year-old boy to an Igbo master. He lives with that Igbo master. How many of you remember that? He's like a houseboy to that. The same thing Dangote did. He's like a houseboy to that Igbo master. And he spends about 10 years. How many of you remember that? Learning what? The trade. Huh? For those 10 years, it is whatever his master gives him that he eats. How many remember that? Then after serving the master for 10 years, guess what happens? Or even 15 years. One day, he gets freedom. His master hands over to him working capital from which that man now can build even a bigger company than his bosses. That's exactly what Dangote did. Ladies and gentlemen, that method of apprenticeship is still the most successful method of apprenticeship till today. Today, most young people cannot stay in a place for one year without salary. 
Most generator mechanics used to take five years to learn how to fix an engine. Want to live in six months or one year. And that's what has cost our entire industry, mechanics to construction work, to collapse. Now, that's exactly what education is supposed to be. You sit with somebody who has what you have. I mean, who, you, who has what you need. And you serve and you learn and you dig yourself into it. Your day of freedom, that or guy is watching you. This boy is due to be free. Am I making sense? He has learned. I don't know. How many of you have been to Uche Kinsey, for instance? At, at Iwo Road. Or the real Igbo boys. You will get to Uche Kinsey. How much is this bottle? He will tell you the price from his head. How much is this one? He will tell you from his head. From his head. Just, don't know. Today, go to ShopRite. Give the price LA. Come on. Am I right? We've lost an art of apprenticeship. Identify people who do things well. Figure out how they do it. Then copy them. It sounds simple, but it takes time. From the martial arts to the renaissance, that's how students were created. This is your only shortcut to model the success of people you admire and learn from their mistakes. Listen to me. Why make the same mistake somebody else has made? Two young boys came to see me in my office. Kunle, you will like this. Um, Tomiwa brought them. They, came to some, they, they asked to help to work in the, in the hub. And for a few months, I said no. Later, they were persistent. And once you are persistent, I like that. I said, come and work in the hub. No problem. You can stay there and work. So they said they feel they needed to come and share with me some of the products and services they are making. So they came up. Uh, the first app they are making is uh, an app to, what was it? I can't remember what the app was. Sorry? One event app where you can advertise your event, find this, find the Second one was live something. Now, I don't, guys, they didn't, they, didn't, they didn't get my attention at all. So I said to them, I said, the whole problem with most of the time when people are trying to create products and services is that they don't learn about what people really want in the market. I quickly showed them the Diane Kanda film that I've shown you here. And I said to them, listen, one of the greatest problems we have in Ibadan right now is you don't know where to find bricklayer, plumber, you know what I mean? Mechanic. You don't know where to apply services. I said, and there are people out there who have services and nobody's calling them. Why couldn't you be the bridge? I said, but it's going to require work. You have to work all over Ibadan, collecting data, telephone number of plumbers and all that. Create a data bank and then allow people to call that number to obtain a mechanic or whatever they're looking for. I said, but it requires a lot of work. I said, the whole essence of creating a business is to have something you can sell when you are done. I said, that is what Google will come and tell you they want to buy or Yahoo. I said, go and read about it. Go and watch the the man who started the, the, the Chinese man, Ma. I said, go and watch his film. 10 years, 12 years, they didn't make a profit, but they believed in what they were doing. Amazon, for the first 10 years of Amazon, they didn't, break, they didn't make any money. 
We all read the good news of Apple. Nobody tells you the bad parts of it. There was a person who put up something on the London, in the London underground tube station about a man who sold his how many dollar shares? In, in, if he bought a $8,000 share, he had $8,000 shares in, in Apple. And he sold it a year later. Today, it would have been worth $400 million. But if you think you are wrong, this man is really wrong. And somebody now wrote a rejoinder and said, the guy looked at all the frustration of Apple and went to them and said, give me back my money, give me back my money, give me back my money. And now he would have been one of the richest men on the face of the earth. Now listen to me, guys. Nothing in life, whatever you sow is what you reap. You can't break that. There is no successful person who didn't sell, learn, work hard at getting it. Let them stop deceiving you with make money in your house, $100,000 a day. Make money. It is a lie. You become better by learning and developing your skills. No shortcut. I think that's it. Praise the Lord. This is not one of those hippie people because you don't like it. You like when I tell you that your miracle is on the way. Abby? Huh? Or your brother's miracle is on the way. Huh? Get educated. Learn. Learn. First, learn the word. Learn about God. You see, once you know about God, you know everything. You heard the story about the man who, one rich man whose children were irresponsible, or who, not his son was irresponsible, but his, his um, PA, or personal assistant, or slave was faithful. So the man decided when he was on his deathbed, that the son will be allowed to pick one item of all his inheritances and the rest of the inheritance goes to the slave. And this young boy began to think, which of all my father's inheritance, should I take land? Should I take gold? Should I take money? And it finally occurred to the man, take the slave. Because once he got the slave, he got all the inheritances. Once you know the Bible and you know God and you learn, You've opened the door that you need to know about other things. I, I have what they call an open mind. I learned this from uh, Defarasin, Paul Defarasin, when, when we met many years ago. He says, you have something called an open mind. I have an open mind. An open mind is somebody who knows a bit, almost like a bit about everything, an idea about everything. I'm not, I'm not recommending that. Am I making sense? But it has to do with my calling because I have to teach on broad subjects. I tend to know a little bit about things. I don't just do things. I, I do my homework. But imagine you who is a specialist and the world is looking for specialists. The world is looking for people who are good at what they do, who know things. You won't pay a lawyer who didn't graduate. You won't pay a doctor who doesn't know his, his onions. You won't pay uh, 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 a carpenter who doesn't know how to do his work. Nobody is going to pay you what you don't know. We've got to wake up. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord.